This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Sepho Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to a, another edition of a Happy Hour. As always, drink responsibly if you choose to do so. And I'm very happy that Samantha's back. Samantha's I am back. back. Uh, <laughs> yes, what was live. so funny is like I think I cursed myself because last time when we recorded, I was sick, and mm-hmm. we had like talked about this. And I'm like, but you know, because we work from home, I see no mm-hmm. reason that I shouldn't just keep going. Because you know, mm-hmm. if you can sit, you're fine. But then I had such an awful dizzy uh, migraine that I was like, oh, I can't sit upright. Uh, that mm-hmm. I cursed myself. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is what I'm going to be like. I'm canceling because I am sick, truly <laughs> sick. So I'm back though. I don't sound wonderful. I sound better, but I'm yeah. upright. You are upright. You know, that's, that's cheers to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, that kind of relates to what we're talking about today in a way. Um, but I'm assuming, what are you sipping on, Samantha? I shall make no assumptions. I think you, you are uh, correct in your assumption that I am not drinking once again because, uh, Seasonal stuff, but also if I'm sick, I'm I'm usually staying away from that. Sometimes I do enjoy my hot toddy mm-hmm. with some whiskey because I, you know, beneficial in that. But today, <laughs> because part of my thing has been very being dizzy and head issues, I'm like, let's not let's not yeah. put alcohol to this. No. Uh, so I am <laughs> drinking the classic uh, throat coat tea uh, uh-huh. with yep. my chitrone uh, mix. That's the ginger, lemon, and orange pills with honey. And it's a very delightful drink as it is kind of wintry, but not really because it's some like 60, I think, in yeah. Atlanta. But <laughs> I'm pretending like it is. Yeah, it's you? kind of been disappointing. Yeah, yeah it went, like this winter, like it went cold for a split yeah. second. And then yesterday, I think, I believe it went to the 70s at one point. 
Yeah, because I don't go out that often outside. Mm-hmm. I was expecting it to be cold, so I'd like gotten all bundled up and it looked really dreary. Right. And it was warm. It was quite warm, actually. <laughs> um, I am once again drinking my bottled, not bottled, boxed red wine yeah. in my... Why are you trying to be fancy? No, no, thank you. A box will do me just, just <laughs> fine. Um, from the lovely tumbler that you gave me. Yay. Uh, so that I can read fan fiction in bed. I really appreciate it. <laughs> yes, I have specifically bought it for you so that you did, you were less likely to break or spill. And yes. it has a lid and all of that. Yes, because I said... It's literally an adult sippy cup. Yes, it is. <laughs> and I love it. So thank you. It's a great gift. Um, so today, uh, this is actually an episode I've had on my mind for a while. We're talking about saying sorry and women saying sorry. And I have a lot of thoughts about this. I know a lot of people have a lot of thoughts about this. This is going to be very anecdotal between us. Um, because a lot of, there's a lot of like think pieces about women. Stop saying sorry. You're like making yourself appear weak or, or whatever, what have you, especially in a business uh, context. I'm of the opinion that it's one of those kind of filler words that a lot of women use and not just women, but you know, like you say sorry and it doesn't necessarily mean you're like assuming guilt or, or I don't know. I think it's more complicated and nuanced than those headlines right. would make it seem, I guess. And I do see, I kind I kind of get that argument, but it's one of those things, like, then I get so torn in an email about, like, should I put sorry in here or not? Um, <laughs> but I just noticed, because it is the holidays, and I've been seeing my mom more than I, I usually do the rest of the year. And one of the recent times we hung out, I just noticed, like, we were apologizing for, like, literally everything. Just, like, moving. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. And I'm not saying that's necessarily bad, but I do think during the pandemic, I've also picked up on, because I've been alone a lot more, that I feel like a general state of sorry. Like, I feel, I had, like, apologizing to no one. I will Mm -hmm. apologize. There's no one here. (laughs) This is why I tell you to get a dog. (laughs) <laughs> I have my Ruby, my pillow pet, Samantha. Yes, but do you apologize to Ruby? Sometimes. If I spill yes. soy sauce on her face, which I recently <laughs> did. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, I just, it was interesting. And so, like, I noticed that the way my mom and I would apologize a lot of times we would say it under our breath. Like, we didn't even want the other person to hear it, you know? Like, yeah. it was almost like an embarrassed apology. And sort of going back to our anniversary of our holiday party many years ago, but many years ago, one of the first uh, hangout times during the pandemic for both of us that we were triggered by, I just felt so... Like, the next day, I wanted to apologize to everyone I'd talked to that night, even though I didn't do anything, right. really. That actually happens a lot to me when I hang out with people after, like, parties or something. But it's been, I think, keyed up by the pandemic because I just don't see anybody anymore. Correct. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so I'll, like, hang out with people, friends, have a lovely time, and the next day be fighting the urge to text them, like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's like no reason. It's just for existing, for bothering you. I don't know. 
Is it is it where you are thinking of a specific situation where you're like, oh, I may have really offended this person because I said this wrong or said this with this tone or I ignored this, and so therefore I need because you're analyzing every bit of what you did and you're so mm-hmm. horrified about what may or may not have happened or what you may or may not have said. So the next day you're like, oh, I've got to apologize. Or is it like, I'm pretty sure I did something wrong, so I'm going to go ahead and give a blanket statement. <laughs> no, it's more the first thing, but it's often just, I felt like I was being too much or like one big one is um, if I tell, if I talk too much. If I feel like I talked too much or I hogged too much attention, I want to apologize. I am very, very sorry. (laughs) I feel that way. I feel that same same sense. But I'm also the person that comes into an event and I'm like, Mm. I'm going to go ahead and apologize ahead of time because I have not been around. Like literally every time I've been hanging out with friends, I'm like, look, you know, sometimes I don't read you well. Mm-hmm. in that I don't care enough and my f***s have come out the window, essentially, because <laughs> yeah. it's pandemic and I haven't been around people enough. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry in advance. Like, that's what I've been doing, which is not mm-hmm. not necessarily <laughs> healthy either, but it's kind right. of that, like, self-effacing thing that I have to do in order to be understood or liked or go ahead and beat them to the punch. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. in case. Yeah. I've felt that too. I felt a, an urge to like apologize before anything's even happened. I'm just like, oh gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> For what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
it's funny because it's like walking a tightrope where I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. I, I feel bad if I don't make sure people are having a good time. If I don't go to a hangout event or I, I arrive late or I leave early, like then I feel sorry. But I also feel sorry if I'm there on time and stay the whole time. Because I'm like, I'm sure they wanted me to leave. Like, right. I must have been so annoying. Like, it's definitely a, a self-esteem thing. But it's also one of those things which we talked about before. You know, I, I'm sure most people the next day are like, oh, I had fun. Like, they're not thinking, oh, God, Eddie, <laughs> what a nightmare she was. She stayed late. I hope not. Right. Um, but it is, it's just like one of those things that no joke, I'll lay awake at night and think, oh, why didn't I do this? And if I had done that thing, I would be like, why did I do that? <laughs> right. I mean, absolutely. And we talked about that recently with some of the stuff that we have done outside of the show, trying to be professional and trying to like seem like a podcaster. So like mm-hmm. we know what we're doing. And, and at my, we just did a wonderful interview uh, with a guest who is an amazing Native woman talking about her story. And I was horrified afterwards. Like, holy I t- could not stop talking. A, because I was nervous. B, because I was fangirling. And C, because I was nervous. Like it was just in my <laughs> yeah. head so badly that I'm like, I this up real good and wanting to apologize to her specifically because out the gate I'm like I'm so sorry I'm fangirling like (laughs) it was immediate to be that way but and then like obviously it's been what a week and it's still in my head (laughs) yes no 100% every time we interview somebody we have somebody on for an interview almost always afterwards I'm like you're way cooler than me. I am so sorry. <laughs> exactly. And, and I know we get approached to be like, you have a podcast that has a million downloads. Mm-hmm. No, but I'm still not good at this. And I, I'm <laughs> they're way cooler than me. It doesn't matter what or who. And for me, you know this. We talked about this before. It's not they're famous. It's mm-hmm. what they do that makes me yes. so like just in awe. Mm-hmm. of these individuals. And that's kind of one of those points of like, people are like, this is just a regular person or this, like, but have you seen what they've achieved? That right. is, that puts me in awe of them. Um, but in general, even if they didn't, I would still question and feel bad for the interaction that I may or may not have had. Right. <laughs> it's just a constant state of like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> It does happen a lot at work. Uh, I wasn't really thinking about that specifically, but it does, especially with interviews for me. I, I get in my head about it. But, it, you know, a lot of us, we can joke about, you have your memory from uh, kindergarten or whatever, and you're like, oh God, why did I do that? I'm that person where I, I just, it could be the smallest infraction and I can't let it go. Right. <laughs> I just feel bad about it. Right. Uh, I think that's just kind of our innate being. We really mm. want to change that, but it's hard. For me, who boasts of confidence or at least being really funny and jokey and sarcastic, that stuff weighs for mm. days. Literally, as we talked about, um, it can be crippling. It's according to whatever state I'm yeah. in to the point mm-hmm. that it puts me in an episode, whether it's uh, depression, whether it's anxiety, it can get me there. That I, and, Looking back on it, oftentimes I'm like, Matt, wow, why yeah. did I let it do that to me? Yeah. This is so unnecessary, and it had so much power over me. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes the people who were involved probably would have felt awful 
knowing right. that, that was what was in my head or that uh, allowed right. that spiral such a way. But, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these things, like I had an argument recently um, and in that argument, talking about how I talk softly. And it's funny because mm-hmm. I do. I can I can be loud. But oftentimes when I'm just initially talking to you, I talk pretty softly. Um, mm-hmm. And oftentimes I talk to myself because I'm scared of what I'm saying to you. So mm-hmm. at the very least, I could have the second chance to say, never mind if you don't hear me. So being right. quiet is a protection. Mm-hmm. But like that has caused arguments. But I feel like that's the same thing, like being sorry or right. constantly saying sorry is that same level, like trying to take it back because yep. you're not confident in what you just did or said. Right. And that's one of the reasons I get, as I said, it's it's a complicated conversation. But that's one of the reasons why I kind of get frustrated when I see things like, don't, women, stop saying sorry. It's one of the things we talk about all the time where it might just be a safety thing or like you don't want to right. get, especially men, angry at you. We've talked about how in a workplace, women are much more harshly judged if they come off as, quote, aggressive, right. which is basically they didn't say sorry or whatever for their right. point. Or they so didn't put an emoji at the end. Right, exactly. So it's like we get judged for doing that, but we get punished if we don't. Right. So I don't think it's as easy as telling women, like, stop saying sorry. Um, and I think a lot of it when I, as I said, it's clearly a self-esteem thing, but I, women are pretty conditioned to <laughs> like apologize and make themselves smaller and not draw too much attention to yourself. So I I don't think that this is uh, strange at all. It was just, it was seeing me and my mom do it for over a weekend that I was kind of taken aback by. Mm-hmm. We would literally like be whispering sorry to no one mm-hmm. and I couldn't tell for what. <laughs> it's just like you moved your arm like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> You're standing there and someone comes in. You're like, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Exactly. I've done that. Yep. <laughs> yes, exactly. But why am I sorry? I'm just standing here. I know. It's very reflexive. That's a good point. Because sometimes I just do it. And then I'm like, wait, why did I wait? <laughs> I think they were in the wrong, actually. Right. More often than not. Mm-hmm. Not that mm-hmm. they, or no one's in the wrong. It just happened. Yes. Or it just happens. But it's literally like my version of the drunk midnight text is the day after text of like hovering over, should I send an apology text message to everyone that's <laughs> ever met me? And I'm totally <laughs> sober. <laughs> Blanket statement. Sorry. What? Yep. And they'll be like, uh, okay. (laughs) But yeah, that's just something I noticed that I wanted to talk about. I do think we could revisit this with more, uh, like in in a more researched way. But, you know, I think during the holidays too, we've got our episode on people pleasing coming out. This does come out a lot. These kind of like perhaps safety things that you do that you don't notice to keep the peace are just, yeah. I haven't been around that many people that often, so I feel like I'm re-noticing things about myself that I perhaps had forgotten. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I would love to know if listeners have any thoughts on this. Cheers to you, Samantha. Glad to have you back. Cheers. Glad to be back. Yes. Uh, If you would like to write to us, listeners, you can. Our email is stephmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Most Stuff Podcast or on Instagram at Stuff I Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina, who we often apologize to. Yes. (laughs) 
but she yes. kind of deserves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, you're Christina. Christina. <laughs> yep, you're the sorry. best, Christina. You are. And thanks to you for listening. Stephon never told you a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at King's Island, you'll find, for the fun of it, kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. King's Island is now open on weekends. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.